We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit, LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60% less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com. Faster than a speeding blooper. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. So I'd like to know when you got the notion. You know, you missed your calling. You should have been a part of the Hughes Corporation singing Rock the Boat. Yes, indeed. Rock the Boat, baby. My gracious, I think that is probably a 70s song there. It is uh, Throwback indeed. Thursday. Let me see. I'm going to say... 76, maybe? 77? 74. It was the number one Wasn't song this 74. week in 1974. Wow. I had that one on. K-Tel Records, everybody. <laughs> yes. It was actually a vinyl. Was that a one-hit wonder? Did they have any other hits besides that one? Or? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think so. I, I think know. that's the only thing that they uh, had. Welcome to Throwback Thursday, Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and I'd like to know where you got the notion <laughs> to rock the boat. Uh, I don't know. Don't put me in the spotlight. Okay. Like Here, let's toss it to Tiana Bojana. Go, there. Tiana. Oh. How about oh, you? Okay. Have you ever heard that song? Twice. Your mom and dad Twice. played it. <laughs> Twice. She can count it on one hand. Where's my bell? I oh, left my bell. Oh, here no. Oh, the humanity. That's the. Oh, is that, oh, that's is that my mine? Bell. No, that's my that's, bell. Okay. Sounds yeah. different. Well, that's mm-hmm. a good. That's that's a good number two. Speaking of number two, Dan's replacing the, the toilet oh, in his talk house. Talk about transitions. Thank you oh, so no. much. I'm the king of transitions. Yes. Speaking of kings, he's the king, Ross Wiseman, pastor. He is the lead pastor of Momentum Church in Woodstock. We had him right before Easter. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And the guy that used to be the promotions uh, VP. What before was his he name? Before he left us. Uh, uh, name, um, face and name Chan, escapes me. Uh, Chan? Chan. I don't don't think he was an Asian guy. No, No, he wasn't. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Ross Wiseman on the show, and it was a great show. And he talked about, remember when he talked about uh, early on as a church, they did that Easter egg hunt? Yes. And it was like a catastrophe. And never again. It was so funny the way he explained (laughs) that. But anyway, this was not a catastrophe. The 2017 Easter service they had at the. the, uh, the downtown, Woodstock, right? Yeah, it's a big, long uh, name for the Woodstock uh, Pavilion uh, thing out there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like a community place right. where you go mm-hmm. out there and right. enjoy concerts and stuff. Anyway, we'll pick his brain about that and a whole lot more. It is National Delaware Day! Woo! We're number one! one. Who, how, does, who, how do you celebrate Delaware Day? You know, I don't know. Maybe having some saltwater taffy. That's pretty popular in Delaware. Saltwater taffy. Mm-hmm. I love saltwater mm-hmm. taffy. I do too. It's good <laughs> stuff. Okay, all right. Here's a question. I'm sure it's on the minds of everyone watching and listening, Faith yeah. Talk Live. Mm-hmm. What, does, uh, what does Delaware <clears throat> a New Jersey. A bright New Jersey. That's right. Hey, thank you very much. She's here all week. She needs a little help. That's why she's got the old timers. Old timers here. That uh, may be why you're not getting uh, any dates lately because oh, you're hanging around us old oh, guys. Oh, no, that's just awful. <laughs> Although you, you, you know, you could get some uh, pointers on how to change out a toilet with Dan now. There We've we go. I can definitely show you. Way to that. every man's heart. And he ex- was he and was, extend something that should take 15 minutes <laughs> into two days. So way to break that bolt, Dan. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, home. 
Thank you, Home Depot. Yes, thank you, Home Depot, for closing right about the time that I broke that bolt. So I had to wait till the day to finish. You know they plan all that, right? Of course they do. Here he comes. Three, two, one. Oh, oh shut the door. Come back tomorrow. So sorry. That's funny. Uh, yeah, he came back in a mood this morning. I was like, because he left early yesterday. Right, yeah. In quotation marks. Mm -hmm. uh, To put the toilet in. Because the girls... Well, I was doing something else for leaving early. Oh, that's right. You were actually making money instead of being a talk show host. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I was doing something that earned money. Oops, did I say that out loud? (laughs) That's why I work at Krispy Kreme at at night. Speaking of which, 80 years ago, 80 years ago today, the first Krispy Kreme donut rolled down the mm. uh, the conveyor belt. And was just covered in that delicious Ooh, glaze. Mm. Here's a question for you. How yeah. many calories in one Krispy Kreme? Now, nobody can eat just one. No. If you can Especially eat just one, yeah. you're on American. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many calories in I one would, donut would you I say? I would guess 250. Okay. I Tiana? thought if they were hot, they didn't have any calories in them, <laughs> they don't, so they don't really right. count. <laughs> and that's why she that. has her own diet plan. <laughs> yeah. Tiana Borgino. I want your diet plan. Shaking your donuts to the oldies. 190 per donut, which is really? low. I thought yeah, that, that was, was pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, no one eats just one. Right. Well, if they're not hot, I can eat just one. Right. But if they're hot, like fresh out. They just you know, melt in your mouth. Right where, right where you just bought it. Mm. Yeah. You know, Krispy Kreme's loving this. I was talking about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, do you ever put them, well, you don't eat them cold except for one. Do you ever try to put them in the microwave? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. if they're cold, Does I'll stick them in the microwave. Though? I feel like, yeah. Seven seconds. Ooh. Seven, seven seconds time. makes it just about Seven perfect. seconds. Mm-hmm. Talk to the experts. There you go. So then you eat more than one, then, if you put it in the microwave. Seven seconds. Well, that takes so much For work. For later. You know, putting it in the microwave and pushing the buttons. That's so much work. I know. The boys and I <laughs> like to go. We only go a few times a year because I don't think there's a Krispy Kreme where we live. So we usually yeah. try to go to the one on Ponce, mm-hmm. which I think Shaq owns. Uh, I think O'Neal. so. Yeah. I think he owns I think that I one. As of recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you're going to be moving down closer to this area. So I am. you'll be closer to that one now. Oh, right? yeah. And that's 24 hours. Which, they're is not it? all 24 hours, are they? I don't think so. That's that amazing. one's 24 hours. I love that. So you wait for that sign to go, bing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Donuts then, are hot. In then Delaware, you... when the hot light came on, the donuts were free. You got one free hot donut. What? But I heard that that's not true here. Did you say furry? For free. Oh, for free. free. I thought wow. you said Also free. <laughs> <laughs> I've, yeah. I've never heard of that. I just thought it was like that everywhere. And then I moved to Georgia. <laughs> no. And everyone was like, no, nope, you still Delaware. have to pay for them. <laughs> Those people in Delaware, they're so generous. It is also uh, National French Fry Day. Your mm. favorite fry is from? Mm, pro- well, probably McDonald's. Yeah. Okay, you? Interesting. Chick-fil-A. Really? Mm-hmm. That's I not really a fry, fry, though. That's a waffle. It's a waffle fry. Mm. Waffle fry. Right. It's a waffle so it is and a fry. fry. That's a technicality there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say Mickey D's as well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, those those fries. There's just something about them. You just can't stop. My kids say there's crack in those uh, fries. I think there are. (laughs) I think. But after like five minutes, after they start to go cold, they get. get That's any kind of greasy, greasy potato. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, loving that. So hope you enjoy your uh, that and beans and franks. That's Dan's favorite meal. Twice uh, a week, he eats beans, beans and franks. And franks. Like we know that the next morning because there's a lot of thunder happening. <laughs> Excuse me. Around the. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. Did you see this meme? I love it. It said, uh, "I think uh, there's a carrot on the front. There's a person eating a carrot. Like you, it's usually an attractive lady." It says, "I choked on a carrot 
I know uh, a donut wouldn't do that to me. Yeah, well, it's true. Have you seen that one? That's actually no, true. No. I like that. I thought that was that was <laughs> funny. All right, let's go back to this whole toilet thing. Mm-hmm. Are you giving lessons now? Are you teaching people how to? I should. How not to install a toilet. <laughs> Don't over-tighten that bolt because they break easily. Is the thing called that you put under, you replace the wax thing. Is that called a donut? Uh, I hope not, because it makes donuts. Let's call it a donut, because that makes it a nice segue yeah. from uh, the donuts we talked about. Yeah, which now I have to, to replace that, too, because I've got to pop the toilet off now to get the no. bolt off. Okay, so. here's my here's the thing. Now, the girls have been complaining, specifically Bethany is complaining about this, this toilet running. Bethany, I did not say that. That is totally Rick saying <laughs> that it was you. And it's the handle. It's just it keeps running. And, you know, I think that's why she's getting married. Because David has a working toilet <laughs> with no problems. Well, they just... Uh, I'm leaving home. They just signed a lease on a new apartment, so oh, maybe awesome. they can make sure that their bathroom is their toilet is uh, working. But the they first question first. she asked mm-hmm. the owner was, "Does your toilet have problems?" Yeah, do you have to jiggle you have the to handle? Shake the... <laughs> All right, if you're watching or listening or wherever you are, are you using a toilet that you have to shake right now? <laughs> right now, <laughs> that you, you have don't to have shake, to share. That you have to shake. You know, we please don't the comment. boys' toilet. You have to. I don't know what the way I rigged it up. You have to shake it just a little bit. Really? And then when people visit, you forget to tell them, and it runs over and yeah. over again. So, mm, anyway, yeah. well, I okay. hope it all works out. For, <laughs> I hope it all works out for you. Me too. And you're in a better, a better mood. Well, tomorrow will be Friday, so I'll be in Woo, a really good Friday. mood. Friday. So. Awesome. And I did want to ask you if you kept your avocados in socks, but we'll talk about that uh, tomorrow. There's a new sock you can buy that ripens your avocados. Interesting. We're talking about food today. It's all about Food Thursday. Putting your avocado in socks. Yeah. The Hmm. experts say that if you put your unripe avocados in your socks, Hmm. not while you wear them, it's a special sock. You pay $12 a sock. Put your avocados in there. It ripens them quickly. Interesting. People love avocado. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. They get cold feet, I guess, and you just put them in a sock and they don't have cold feet He's here all week. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a break and uh, we'll go to the green room and get Pastor Ross uh, Wiseman. I hope he's there. He's searching Mm -hmm. for Easter eggs out there. Is that what he's doing? (laughs) I'm sure he's successful in doing that. We're going to talk all things momentum. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Faith Talk Live. Stay there. From our seventh floor studio in Buckhead, this is Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Sounds a little 80s to me. Yeah, man. Uh, that is a Throwback Thursday tune and Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Throwback Thursday to you. Name that tune. Don't you something me, baby. Don't you, don't you huh, want huh, me. Huh, huh. Uh, I don't, don't know. you it want is, me, baby? It escapes me. That's yeah. not Human League, is it? Yes, it is. Human League, 1983. 82. 82. Number one song I, this week in 1982. This is where Dan tries to stump the old guy. and uh, he's Ross pretty, knew that one. No, I actually, I didn't know You didn't know that I didn't know who it was. I knew the song. I didn't know the He's not even close to it. Did, did you know that there oh, was an 80s? I was... I was 45. It was a decade. I, I knew the 80s. See, yeah, you're right around my <laughs> yeah. age, so you know the 80s. I lived through the 80s. Pastor Ross Wiseman here... From Momentum Church, uh, he's the lead pastor there, and uh, he brought the see the sparkly helmet yeah. over there. He brought the sparkly helmet. I was like, "Did you think we were th- going to throw stuff at you this time?" Everybody sees that orange helmet and they know me by it. So, yeah, would you call that orange? I, I would. I would call it ridiculous. I don't know what you is would, what I would call it. <laughs> it's not orange. I don't know what you call it. It, look, it looks old school. It, it is, is old like school. when I was a kid. Now I was raised on motorcycles. Yeah. Um, not literally, but I was raised on motorcycle. We had motorcycles, and my dad had 
Had yeah. one of those back in the day. Oh yeah, it's straight up seventies. Awesome. Yeah. So what are you driving now? What's what's outside? It's a '98 Shadow, but it's all kind of old retro out. Yeah, it looks. It's a sweet little bike, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's nice. That like is it. so cool. Yeah, and you have that because of ministry. Because I know you connect with like uh, guys that uh, and girls that uh, ride. Yeah, those yeah, things, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, we have a lot of people that ride, just um, all different people, all different backgrounds. I love that. So pretty nice. It's Motorcycle pretty nice. church. I like um, that. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's a little bit of everything for everybody. It's yeah. been really something. Yeah. Very cool. You know, if I were not a pastor of another church, I would believe, I think I would uh, be over there at Momentum. Ah, uh, we'd love to have you. You know what I'm saying? I'd we'd like roll up my you. sleeves and let you see the tattoos. <laughs> I'd get, I'd pull out my mo- uh, my moped and I'd be riding around <laughs> Your with Your moped. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's impossible to look cool on a moped. Yeah, yeah. If anybody could, Rick could pull it off. I could do it. I, I don't know that it. anybody can pull it As long it as he had a sparkly helmet. Yeah. I gotta have a sparkly helmet. If you have a sparkly helmet, send it to me. <laughs> Susan Norris will send me a sparkly helmet. Annabelle. No, yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the motorcycle, on the mm-hmm. moped. Good to have you. Good to good see to you. Back. I was following you on Facebook. Yeah. You and your wife, Amy, mm-hmm. had a chance to go. This is a dream come true for me now. I've always wanted to do the Appalachian Trail thing, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You went for how long? We went 10 days. So okay, did you start in Georgia and work your way up to or? North Carolina? Yeah, into North Carolina. So it's about ninety miles. Just had you ever ninety miles? We've hiked a lot. Yeah, okay, um, you've done. It that came before. out of a few years ago us deciding, hey, we're going to hit our twentieth anniversary. What do we want to do? A cruise? Way and we thought, go. nah, we're too young to cruise yet. Let's go hike. You're and never so, too young to cruise. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how we felt. Never too young to so, cruise. Um, so we begin to hike. We've camped our whole marriage, but yeah. we decided we'd start. To, we'd go hiking. So about four years ago, started buying gear, and we're gearing up for this big 20th anniversary hike. And she gets pregnant with our last. Oh. And so, yeah, so it shot that in the arm. So we had to wait for about your three years. Because youngest is two now, right? Two and a half, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we waited until she was old enough that we could leave her. And then finally, just now we've been married 23 years, but we finally were able to go and experience our 20th anniversary experience a few years later. So she's not pregnant now. No, I mean, no. We are starting a new tradition with that. No, after okay. five, no. No, I had my uterus <laughs> We're, we are. Is that how that works? I, it's how it works in our house. So yeah, we're we're done. Yeah. Okay. So twenty years old down to I'm some two, of I'm done. Some of your board members listening and watching just drove off the road. Yeah. Well, you just you just said that on their moped. <laughs> Pastor Ross Weisman from uh, from Momentum Church. That is so cool. Yeah, Amy. Um, she earned her trail nickname Iron Mama. Is she? Is that she was her mama. Was, she, she was the Iron Mama. We had lightning. We had four days where it was never over like 40-something degrees, lightning. It was Really? It was crazy. Wow. I never would have expected that, you know, early May it would have been like that. But it was insane. And we're actually on this one mountain, and it's lightning. And, and I'm she's like, what do you do? I'm like, we just keep going. I, I don't know what you do. There's yeah. rock everywhere. we got to get off this hill. And the lightning strikes close, and she hits the ground. No way. And first thought I had when she hit the ground was, oh, so that's what it looks like when you get hit by lightning. That was, literally, that was the first thought I thought. And my second thought was, well, that doesn't look too bad. You know? I mean, it didn't. Maybe but, I should try that. But finally, I'm like, baby, are you okay? And she looks back, and, and her eyes are huge, and she's like, let's go. We covered ground. Yes, hmm. we did. But, wow. Uh, but wow. She, she was the Iron Mom. See, she if you had had your phone out filming that, that it, you would have had a lot of views. It would have been with something. that. This is my wife getting struck by, yeah. Yeah. by lightning. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So when you go on something like that, do you go in the sense of that you got like dried food? You yeah, don't, yeah, you yeah, don't so. stop in places. And no, no, and that somebody? was a mistake. That was a mistake. We we packed everything for nine days, you know, to hike all of our food, and yeah. we should have just went about half of it, and then came out of town, you know, came off the trail, picked up another half, and kept going, you know. Mm. And um, so we carried everything from start to finish on our backs. It was 
a little bit more than you'd want. You See, know? to me, that doesn't sound like vacation. It <laughs> is, though, because all you have to think about is just each other and walking. Yeah. And walking. That's okay. it. I mean, it's all just, right. yeah. it's really, Um, she actually says it's probably the most relaxing thing she does. That is so cool. Yeah. yeah I'm so glad you guys got to do well, that. Well, the other thing about it, too, is it's a marriage builder. And so what yeah. I mean by that is we had to learn all about hiking together. We, we went to stores together. We bought our gear together. We've watched videos. We've read books together. I mean, so for years, it, it causes us to have a shared interest and then you get to go out and experience what you've prepared for. Hmm. So it's it's been it's cheaper than counseling. It, nope. it really is. <laughs> Very it's, true. It, yes. You know what's really cool too is that uh, I think I mean you guys have been doing the church thing, leading churches, and you're also uh, in the AOG where you're helping planters and all yes, that. Sir. So you've got a you've got a busy life, yeah. right? Yeah. Five kids, as you just mentioned, the youngest ones. Two, two and a half. Yeah. I think I saw the oldest is 20. Yeah, 20, 18, and 15. And then we had a nine-year gap. Yeah. And then we have a six-year-old and a two and a half. You need nine old. years to rest or what? Well, we, I think yeah. we thought we were done. I think, I don't know, <laughs> what, I don't know what happened, but. but <laughs> that happened to us as well, although we wow. don't have five, but we had three. We had the yeah, same so time. you ended up having year oops, gap. and yeah. then we had a little partner. For what oops. happened? <laughs> but the cool thing is, is that you need time yeah. for yourself to rest because you're busy, okay? Mm-hmm. And I know some pastors don't like the word busy, but you, you're, you, you're, you're productive, you're, you're building into people, pouring into people, yes, and you're taking time out with your wife and spending time. And we see a lot of train-wrecked pastors mm-hmm. and their wives train-wrecked because they don't take that 10 days right. to do something like there. Right. Does that, is that something that you decided from the very beginning? I did. I decided early on that we were going to really put our marriage before the church. Yeah. You know, not before God, yeah, not yeah. before ministry. Yeah. And um, had said, Jesus died for these people. I'm not going to let my wife die. Yeah. My relationship die for him. I'm going to love him and, and let Jesus love him. And, and I'm really, it's, you know, I think what we've been able to do at Momentum is point people to the master pastor, point yeah. people to Jesus, yeah, and then yeah. raise up a great team around that. Yeah, yeah. And it's really not built on one personality anyhow. Um, I was gone with our family for family vacations and just got back and, um, you know, didn't have to take three Sundays where I didn't preach, but we have an incredible young executive pastor, Mm -hmm. Brantley Johnson, and man, put the pulpit in his hands for three Sundays in a row. I was actually there Sunday and got to experience the service with him, but kid killed it, you know? And, um, See, I would, have been nerv- I would have been nervous if I was the number two guy Yeah, and you number know, I, one comes in town, I, I, would, I would be shaking. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Brantley was or not. We have such a good relationship. That's so. awesome. I love that. If he's not, he should be nervous. No, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he is. He's, we just, you know, um, that's something I will, I will say has been amazing. I just dawned on me about two months ago. I started thinking about the people that are around us that are serving with us. Literally, our worship pastor I met when he was 14 when wow. I went to work for his dad when I was 21. Yeah. Mm. I'm almost, I'm, I'm 44, you know, he's 39. I've known him that long. Wow. Um, our productions, uh, production manager was 17, burned out, young religious boy, burned out from 12 years of going to a religious school that was extremely hyper legalistic. Yeah, yeah. And he's ready to give up on faith. He's 17 years old, shows up in my office. That young man's 38 years old now. You know? Wow. Um, Stephanie, our, our connections pastor came into our church at 18. She's 29. Pastor Brantley came into our church at 19. He's 31. You know, just, I'm loving to watch the longevity and first time Brantley ever preached years ago, probably a decade ago. Um, I had people come up and say, Ross, you can never let him preach again. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, and I just said, I said, are, are we, are we doing a show? Or are we raising up another generation? Ooh, wow. And so nice. we've got to raise up another nice. generation. And, yes. and obviously as we've grown larger, you know, we allow those uh, preaching skills to get honed in right, other right. environments. But right. at the time we had no other environment. 
it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was a small church at the time, probably 100 people maybe when Brantley spoke the first time. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just, this isn't a show, you know, and it's going to take that at times. We're not going to lose out just because this Sunday had a, a speaker that was just a little bit off. And, and Brantley, oh my goodness. Now, you know, when he goes to the pulpit, people just are on the edge of their seat waiting to hear what God is going to say. I love that. Yeah, wow. yeah. And it's that way with Stephanie. It's that way with Corey. I mean, it's an incredible teaching team. It really is. When you talk to pastors who are part of the plants, um, how do you communicate to them that they need to do the same to kind yeah. of wait it out? Because I think that you know how young yeah. and we can sometimes get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. And you want to have everything now. I know I did when I, I planted the, the church at 31 years old. Mm-hmm. And I thought we had to have everything done by 32. Right. And right. I didn't build those relationships. Yep. And I, it cost me. Mm-hmm. What do you say to them, the, the ones you're speaking into? I always tell them when you're starting a church, it's usually just you and your wife at first. Mm-hmm. And before you start casting vision. So that means your wife is 50% of your church. Mm-hmm. And any pastor that has 50% of his church mad at him is not <laughs> enjoying life. You know no. what I mean? I'm just being honest. Yeah. And so let's, since she's such a vital part of your church starting out, just keep her that. Just mm-hmm. keep her that throughout the whole ministry. And, and focus in on her and, and allow her to have that place of honor and preeminence in your, in your life, you know. And, um, and then with that, you know, um, Amy and I, we went through a devotional. Um, you know Richard Foster, Celebration of Discipline. Years ago, he wrote a devotional compilation of a lot of different um, um, ancient writers that were compiled. And it's an incredible devotional. And so we buy that for every one of our church planters and their wives and, and just tell them, take time together, go through this, just spend time together in the Word, you know. And, and I, there's just nothing but the simple truth of just that time together and, and doing life together and not, not putting your church before. Wow. Pastors, pastors do that because you get the accolades at church. You yeah. do. There, there's yeah, so yeah. much, you know, out of boys, you know, and at home, I don't get out of boys for picking up my underwear. I just, <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm supposed to do, you know, in the same way as a pastor, I'm supposed to preach on right. Sunday, but right, I get right. a lot of boys for it, you know? Yeah. And so it's easier to, chase after the attaboys and those people than your wife yeah let's talk more with pastor ross weissman uh, the lead pastor at momentum church love this guy love what they're doing over there we're going to talk about their easter service and uh, a whole lot more we'll be right back i'm rick probes i'm dan radcliffe this is faith talk live faith talk live with rick and dan with lots of daily inspiration and stuff on Faith Talk Atlanta. You're listening to Faith Talk Live. Oh, yeah, it is Throwback Thursday. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Throwback Thursday. You look kind of confused about this one. Uh, to do run, run. Uh, mm-hmm. Leaf Garrett? Was that Leaf Garrett or was that uh, Cass- Sean Cassidy? Sean Cassidy. Okay, that's yeah, back in the 70s when those uh, teen beat guys Did were. Did you have Sean Cassidy here? I did actually. I always wanted to be like, uh, no, not Sean, but David Cassidy. Yeah, oh, uh, the Partridge right. family. But Sean was his younger brother. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Seventy seven. Seventy seven. Very good. Okay, Number one go. song this week in nineteen. I know all the girls loved uh, love love oh, that yeah. guy. He doesn't so. look quite uh, so good anymore. Well, we all change, <laughs> right? Except for this guy. As we get older, yeah, right? Yeah, Does this guy look twenty five. Yeah. All right, twenty eight. I'll give him twenty eight. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pastor Rod, uh, Rod. Rod. Pa- <laughs> Pastor Rod. Oh, it's not, not Pastor Ross anymore. <laughs> Pastor Ross Weissman here from uh, Momentum Church in uh, Woodstock. We're going to talk about the event that we were talking about months and months ago, the Easter event at the mm-hmm. amphitheater there in Woodstock. We, we found out through a mutual friend 
that it really was huge, but we want to get more details. You saw some uh, some uh, comments from folks on Right, there. but we also have to say hi to Abby Gant, Abby Bada Bing Bada Boom Gant, what? who's watching on Facebook from Greece. What? From Greece. It's her vacation. She's vacationing and watching us. Is she getting paid to watch us? I don't think so. Oh, wow. I hope she's having a good time. I do, too. And I'm sure she's engaged in this show uh, she, uh, where she, she is. So. Okay, yeah, I'm sure enjoying. she is. I wonder what she's eating. If you went to Greece, do you know much about Greek food? Uh, I what, know they what, have what lots of euros. And, um, is that for real? That's not America? American no, no, no. Greek? No, is that real euros, stuff? Yeah, Euro, euros are a real thing. Yeah. Are yeah. you hip to Greek stuff? I'm not, but mm. I mean, I like euros. Euros. <laughs> baklava. Baklava. And you ever, uh, Spin, walk around and say, spinach, Opa! Spinach, oh, yeah. Whatever the spinach thing is, spinacopia oh, or something like uh, that. Yeah, I yeah. have had that. And Windex, because Windex, according to my Greek wedding, my big fat Greek wedding, cures everything. We're going to talk about uh, what happened in the Woodstock. It was huge there, uh, Momentum Church doing the amphitheater thing. There was not an Easter egg hunt. It was just, <laughs> just well, the Well, that's what uh, I said service. yesterday. Wasn't it an Easter egg hunt? But it wasn't. Yeah. You told us the catastrophe that happened. Yeah. Was it the first year? It was, um, I think we were three years in as a church plant, and so we were ready to do our first big, <laughs> big thing. Let's go huge. Yeah, yeah. And we went too huge. And um, yeah, <laughs> 10,000, 8 to 10,000 people, they said, were there. And we had about... 60 volunteers. You know, so I have told that story horrible. to others many times. You, and we didn't realize that if you have sign-up areas for things, you need to have <laughs> signs high because if there's a table and there's that many thousands, you don't see you a table. You don't see it. Yeah, you're right. So nobody knew where prizes were. Nobody, nobody knew anything. It was just awful. Mm. Sound system we had was you know to be able to reach about 2,500 people. Yeah. So it didn't even reach the, the parking lot. But yet. you learned from it. I learned not to do that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that in a second. And we were talking about Celebrate Freedom because our uh, our former promotions VP uh, was watching there. and, and uh, He is wife. watching, yes. And What's his went, name again? Um, Charlie? Chuck? Something uh, like Chaz, that, yeah. uh, He used to go to Momentum Church before he moved to Arkansas. Before he left us. And he'll be back at Celebrate Freedom. We'll get to see him again. Celebrate Freedom is coming up. You know the date? September 2nd? 2nd is yeah. correct. And you know the lineup. What's the first three? The, t- the top uh, three Mercy there. Me, yeah. uh, David Crowder, which yeah. I'm excited about, and uh, uh, For King and Country. Uh, Holland is going to be here. Lots of others. I don't. Yeah, like Holland. Lot, but... I have heard a number of Holland stuff mm. uh, lately, and it's just real good. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be all day and into the night. It's going to be amazing. And it's is it still free? Still free. It's still free. Yes. And you can find out more at uh, faithtalkatlanta dot com. But uh, that's Labor Day weekend. It's going to be. It's going to be huge. Huge. So maybe I don't know how long Chad's going to be here. Maybe he'll come by the station. Maybe mm-hmm. he'll visit you over. Oh, I'm sure we'll get to see Chad. Yeah. 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 He's he's a great guy. You're a great guy. I'm so glad that Chad introduced Man, uh, us too. to you. Chad, Chad and Beth, there's not been too many people through our lives that we met that quickly and mm-hmm. just fell in love with. Yeah. Them. And they become like family. And, and then they just, left us. But, and they left you know, us. They just We're not bitter about that, Chad. Not much. <laughs> not much. <laughs> well, you know, Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. I know. Arkansas of all places. Yeah, that is a crazy town. But you know, those kids, they make those decisions and they'll come for counseling later. Yep. So we had talked about the the Easter thing and uh, the humorous Easter egg hunt Mm -hmm. that you started. That was your first major event for Momentum. For Easter. It was the first major time trying to do something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Going that big. Do you remember your first first public event? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think our first public event um, was, other than the launch, you know, was an Easter event. And we did it in the parking lot at the Cherokee 16 Theater. That's where we had services. And we partnered with the city with the fire department. And they came out and brought a fire truck and they elevated this bag that we created with a drawstring and they <laughs> dropped 
eggs onto the you know to the ground yeah and um but plastic we didn't realize eggs. yes plastic yeah. eggs but but you know this is kind of par for the course we didn't realize plastic eggs sitting outside like that for that long while they're hung up there for a couple hours before the event um they get cold and when those plastic eggs fall on the concrete from that elevation <laughs> they crack they all crack the pieces open. oh yep. wow yeah so um so yeah so that uh, we have issues with those things <laughs> <laughs> We've, we've learned we're really good now because yeah. we know what we do well. We know what we don't do well. <laughs> Apparently, Easter egg things, we don't do well. Yeah, so, just don't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah, I bet you communicate that to so many people, oh, right? Word. Hey, listen, don't do this, but it's do true. that. It's right? true. Yeah, yeah. But you've lived and, and I'll be honest, that was kind of our, 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 our take for Easter this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, it was the idea. Let's, let's do Easter. What we do do really well is service. I'll just be honest. Just experiencing God through worship, preaching a, a, a word that's that's timely, you know, um, and the people just loving on people. I mean, Momentum Church, they're just they're just freaks when it comes to relationship. They mm. blow my mind. I love you that. Know? You just and called so, your members freaks. I like that. They are. They are. <laughs> when it comes they're, to loving they're, people. They're relational freaks. I love yeah. it. And so so we just decided that that the year before we did Easter at the building, mm-hmm. and we had four services, and we ran through them. It just felt like you were just running through yeah. things so fast between services. Yeah. Right. We didn't get to be us. We didn't get to be who we are, where we, we love to connect with folks. And so we thought, you know what? One big service at the amphitheater and just serve people well and have a great worship experience and a good word and... And just just be there with people, and and it it, it just it was what we do well, and, and and it was a success. How awesome is it to have everybody together for one service, especially on an Easter oh, Sunday? Yeah. Because you know when you're in four services, you don't get to see everybody else it's normally because you're getting them in and out. It's one true. big service, you get to see everybody and be a big family together. Yeah, it's yeah. true, and, and it was I think it was one of those typical things where you know the the guests sat toward the back, you yeah. know they set their chairs up, and the family was toward the front, right. and so you know I I could look out there at the front and see you know those hundreds and hundreds of people that was momentum, and then I could see the crowds yeah. too and, and it was kind of neat you know Very but cool. um but yeah they said we had about two thousand people at the event wow and it just went without a hitch it was so smooth. it didn't rain because it was supposed to it rain it was supposed day, to I rain think. and yeah. i had told you guys i think it shifted didn't we yeah we- yeah it, it was supposed to rain i mean like 100 percent chance i actually asked siri on the saturday the week before <laughs> what's it supposed to do on easter and it said bring an umbrella <laughs> i'm serious but what a siri now. and and i was just like thou foul spirit of Part, you know, precipitation. <laughs> we rebuke you in the name, of, you know. And so it worked. It well, worked. So the Sunday before, on Palm Sunday, we actually had people come out to the to the amphitheater, and um, I can't remember. I want to say there was probably seventy or so people out there at the amphitheater just having prayer, yeah, and praying over the everywhere, you know. But taking time to pray about the weather, and before that event. There was a hundred percent chance of rain for Easter. We pray. This is kind of neat. And a lady comes up to me after after we pray. She's like, "Pastor, look, look, look!" And it just showed that there would be rain in the evening. You know, it's mm. ah, a forecast. I mean, yeah. what in the world? You yeah, know, yeah. So awesome. I can't know. Yeah. But all week long, it just kept dropping and dropping and dropping. And if you remember, sun, it was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah, you also was. remember, Monday was not. Yeah, no, you know, it was yeah. not. So yeah. it was well, just we like, prayed for you, you not to throw not to to throw the spiritual knuckleball. No, it in was there. Rick but we did excited about what you were doing and. We wanted to be a part yeah. on that end. Ross Weissman from Momentum talking about last year's, or I guess it was here. We were this, still this in 2017. This year's, yeah. Easter, sorry. So you'll do it again, you Oh, think? yeah. We're already we're already booked to do it again, you know, as far as our, our applications, you know, ready to go. We're ready to make this happen. So Good. people loved it. City loved it, you know. Uh, it was neat. We had a guest at church this Sunday, 
and um and I met him, you know, this week and and um his name was Lou. And so Lou, if you're out there, hey Lou. And so Lou, he said, he goes, Yeah, we were at Easter service. That was the first service we were at. You wow, know, sorry wow. we haven't been able to come to the church yet to visit, but That's man, cool. he said, But um our half our neighborhood came with us too. Oh wow. You know, so that was cool. I'm not sure exactly which neighborhood he was in, but yeah. But um but yeah, I look forward to hopefully seeing Maybe Lou, Lou's Lou an again. evangelist, huh? Oh, Lou's the evangelist. Again this Sunday, you know, but, Very cool. But yeah, it was really solid and, and it was neat too. I love I I just love our, our people. It was neat. With all their their whatever color teal whatever the color was shirt, um, all through downtown, just you couldn't get out the car without just people helping you, you know. And 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 what I love about that is I know that you're supposed to do that, but I just have seen through the years our people they just do it because that's what they do, you wow. know. And and, and um, there's just a gen- genuineness about them. Love momentum church. So you know it sounds impressive uh, to to anyone that on a normal Easter. At this point, the stage in Momentum's life at the building would be four services. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So to give you some perspective, that would be about 750. Yeah. We had the week, the year before. Yeah, yeah. We had, I think, 750 on, on Easter But Sunday. at the amphitheater, yeah. 2000. Yeah, so it was amazing. How healthy was it for whomever, I'm assuming you, with your team, mm-hmm. sat down and said, okay, this is really not working for us because people aren't really getting the vibe of who we are. Yeah. They're yeah. experiencing a regular church service that's not really us. Mm-hmm. So how healthy is that to go back to the drawing board and go, okay, what should we do? And using your team to get there. I mean, I think I think you always have to do that. You always have to look at an experience or an event and ask yourself, is this getting the job done? Yeah. You know, and and with this, obviously, our, our, our product is reaching people for Jesus. Yeah. So are people seeing Jesus? Is he being elevated? Are lives being changed? And that Easter, I'll be honest, it was wonderful having the four services, boom, boom, boom. But it just didn't feel like we were us. We didn't feel mm. like we, like everything seemed rushed to us. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. And, and we don't have a long service normally, you know. Um, even this Easter there at the at the amphitheater, it was, I think, um, hour, 55-minute service. You know, we're usually an hour and 10, hour and 15-minute yeah, yeah. service. Mm. Um, but it just wasn't, it just didn't feel like who we want to be, you know. Yeah. And so um, we just wanted to have an experience where, you know, we're worshiping Jesus, we're preaching the word, and we're just loving on people. And, and Easter, we were able to do that. And when we gave great things to the kids. That was neat. We did fidget boxes. For the kids. Fidget boxes. Was this before That's, spinners became popular? Th- right. Yeah. <laughs> so this, well, I think it was right when it was happening. Right. And uh-huh. so we called it a fidget box. And so they were just a big pizza box full of things for them to do. Right. And teaching sheets and, and fun little prizes and such. And and then we drew a circle on each box so they could decorate it and cut it out and make a Frisbee and whatever. Oh, so cool. So um, it was just something to wear during the service, you know, something for the kids because we did it all together. We yeah. weren't sure. We didn't think families would want to check kids in yes. and mm-hmm. separate them to another I tent. I right. You know. No, we, we, that was our original plan, and we yeah. thought, now let's not do that. And yeah. So the fidget boxes worked, and, and kind of the abbreviated service, 55 minutes, worked as well. So. Love that, uh, Ross Weissman, for, uh, with Momentum Church. We're going to talk more. Wow, this show is going fast. Yep. Uh, the next segment in just seconds. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Your personal oasis on a troubled radio dial. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Prince of a guy to the left of me here, Pastor Ross Wiseman I from see what Momentum you did there. Church. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback Thursday, Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy day before Friday. I know it is a Prince song. I'm not sure which Prince song it might be. Is it When Doves uh, Cry? Very good. There when Doves go. Cry. 19. Yeah. 86? 84. 84. 1984. Number one song. 
All right. Well, I think you pretty much got me on this one. I think I had two correct and two uh, incorrect, but yeah. uh, that's the way it goes on Throwback Thursday. Love having this guy. Uh, we've got to have him back. He is just full of life. And, uh, I'm glad hey, you said life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What life. would be the contrary? <laughs> oh, okay. I see, I see where you're going there. This guy, what are we going to do with him? Uh, anyway, uh, you can check out Momentum Church. Uh, good website to go to. www.momentumchurch.tv. And you can also show up in person. Oh, we it's, love it. 930, uh, and Which is exploding in growth, right? <laughs> it really right? is. It was so funny. When we looked at the building that we were going to buy, one of my board members said, Ross, you know what? You can't even get through that area in the afternoon. It's so packed up after work. It's just full of... And I said, stop. Think what you just said. I, retail and churches, that's the problem you want to have. You yeah, know, is traffic. Right. Traffic, right. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so it is. It's an area where it's just booming and, and growing, and, and we're just so happy to be a part of it. You know, we, we came 12 years ago, a little over 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. So and we got a, to see all this happen. And it's a great story. A booming and uh, running and gunning now, but it wasn't quite mm. so good about five years ago, three to yeah. five years ago. We'll talk about that uh, in a second. You live to tell about it, yeah, and yeah. what a story. Uh, coming up, uh, let's see, when is that? October the 19th, Pastor's Appreciation Event? Yeah, sounds good to me. And the yeah. guy that's going to be bringing the message is... A.R. Bernard. I love how you say that. <laughs> Pastors, it's uh, it's there for you, you and your staff. You can sign up and find out more at faithtalkatlanta.com. It's going to be where? At the Crown Plaza Ravinia. Oh, you should be an announcer. I should. You really should. That and a plumber. You can put toilet... <laughs> no, uh, what's you the do donut not things? want me to be a plumber, that's for sure. <laughs> if you have any toilets that need help at your church, this guy Don't is the man. Don't call me. You're good at it. <laughs> Don't He's call me. Mr. Call somebody Fix else. It. <laughs> I'll break the bolts and have to go Aww. buy some new ones. That's what happened to me yesterday. So. What he could do is he'll take a piece of paper and a Sharpie and say, jiggle the handle and then tape it on there. Mm-hmm. So it's all good. Yes. Anyway, check it out, uh, faithtalkatlanta.com. Momentum Church is really just uh, going. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were lean times. Yeah, yeah. And this uh, sometimes the lean times, that's when people give up. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the crash. What was it? Five? How many years ago? Eight? Um, How many years ago was that? Yeah, probably probably six years ago. Yeah, five six years ago. What happened? Um, basically, you know, like every church planter, you you, you think you're going to plant, and you know, my mind, our church in Ohio grew very very significantly. So we moved here. We thought, hey, this that's just what's going to happen, par for the course. And so we planted the church, thinking, you know, three years, five hundred, you know, ten years, a thousand, you yeah. know. 20 years, 10 locations, you know, I don't know, but, but you know, it was just that idea, that mindset. And, and, and we got there and, and, um, and man, it took, it took a long time, you know, to grow, you know, blew by that first hundred mark in, in no time, but, you know, got to about 150, 175 and yeah. stayed there for a few years yeah. and then grew to about two, 250 and stayed there for a few years. And, and, and during that time we were about 250 people and the economy had just tanked, you yeah. know? And I'm with it. You know, that's a pretty decent sized church. Yeah, yeah. I had a guy full time that's still with me now. And so him being full time, I just brought him on the team and I expected that we would just blow and go when he got there. I yeah. didn't expect a few months later for things to crash. And and they did. Well, how do I tell this guy I'm not going to pay him? I yeah. just brought him here from from a church of 1500 up in Illinois, you know. And so, you know, so it was one of those things where we're just trying to make do. So I'm missing pay, but I'm paying him. And, and um, so we had um, Maverick, um, our six-year-old. And so when he was born, my wife couldn't clean homes anymore. She had a, a cleaning business. So what are you going to do? You know, and, and, and she's asking one Monday, I come home from the, the business meeting and 
And on our board meeting, and she said, so we're getting paid this week? And I'm like, no, nah, it's just not there. And at the time, I'm not lazy. I've worked other jobs and, mm-hmm. and things when I've been here, but we're running 250 people. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I should be able to be full-time now, you know. Right. And it just wasn't there. So she, um, she was like, well, we need, we need this, we need that. I don't have money for food tomorrow. I mean, it was that bad. And, and I've had friends scold me since then. Pastor, why did you not ever tell us? Yeah. You know? But like everybody, you, know, you have pride and all right. Right, right, those right. things. So that night I come home, she's crying. I don't have anything for the kids for breakfast tomorrow. I don't have anything to send them to lunch. And Ross, you got to do something about this. And I had, had seen a documentary about dumpster diving, you know? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to try this. So I told her I'll be back. She didn't know where I was going. And so 11 <laughs> probably o'clock. Probably good that she didn't yeah, know yeah, where yeah. She would have said, don't do it. <laughs> I, I probably would have. So, so yeah. I think she would have probably. Yeah, yeah. So I took off. I guess I'll be back. And so I come back and I fill a table full of produce and cereal and milk and eggs. And you just can't. It was a glorious bounty. Yeah. And um, so with it. <laughs> I like the way you said oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. It a was, glorious it was, bounty. It was, it was awesome. And so with that, I said, baby, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you where I got this. Because she looked at me. She said, did you steal this? You know? I'm serious. I'm a pastor. And I'm like, I'm like I don't steal anymore. Yes, I, I don't anymore. steal anymore. No. And so with it, I said, no, but I'm going to tell you where I got it. But when I do, you got to promise you'll eat it. Because God brought this to us. You know, yeah. and so she promised, and I told her, and she just was blown away. Wow! And um, and so for the next six months, eighty percent of what we ate came from the dumpsters in Woodstock, wow. Roswell, Marietta, wow. Kennesaw. It got to a point where people would say, "Hey, I don't have food." Well, the church has no money for benevolence because right. we're not even paying us right. kind of thing. Right. So I'm like, "Hey, meet me at the church at nine thirty, and I'll teach you something." But you can't say nothing. And by the end of that that season, we had taught a bunch of people how to do it. And so people would go all the, to different stores, and we'd all meet up, and we called it the co-op. And we'd all meet up together and divvy out the food, and, and we were rocking it, you know. Wow. And, um, and, and the thing about it was before that, time after time, because I thought we were going to be the next guy that comes to town and plant the church, and we're 1,510 years, you sure. know. No issues, no problems. That's right. what I figured we were doing. And it wasn't. And I grew bitter at God. Because wow. God, this is all I've done since I was 19 years old. It's all yeah. I've ever wanted to be. And um, and you, you guys know the story how I went deaf. So I went deaf. I grew bitter at God. I was mad at God with that. Mad at God because of our, our church lack of church growth. And literally that night when I went out to dumpster dive, I fell in love with Jesus again. Wow. In the darkness of that night, it was the weirdest thing. It was just there would be joy in that. And so two, three nights a week, I'm going to go. I called it squirrel hunting. <laughs> because back in the depression pastors would hunt squirrel and rabbit to feed their family right, i'm like yeah. i'm going squirrel hunting baby and we would take off i had teenage girls so i can't tell them where this food's coming from yeah. so i right, just right. lie through my right. teeth right they'd ask where's it coming from i'm like the co-op well, what's that stores cooperate with us to get the best price possible for us <laughs> i love know? that and um and i just didn't tell them anything yeah. the truth but but um but we saw god's hand in it all and the biggest thing about it was it changed me it just it just touched my heart and and um, I fell in love with Jesus again. And I would love to say that after six months, it got better, but it got worse, Yeah, mm-hmm. literally got worse. Wow. And so I had to go clean carpets full time. So I'm working full time because my kids were, my, Maverick was a baby. He's yeah. not going to not know daddy's not around much. Right, right. Um, Pastor Corey's kids were like four and six. He has twin boys that were four and six. They're going to know daddy's not around. Right. So I'm like, Corey, you work. I'm going to go, you work at the church. I'm going to go, I'm going to go hustle. And so we did that for about six months. I couldn't keep going 95 hours a week. Yeah. And so I started my own carpet cleaning business, did that for about a year and a half. And during that time, you know, just saw God starting to do a work at the church. Wow. 
And so three years ago, a little over three years ago, sold the carpet cleaning business, focused on churches and church planting. And and um, and the, that summer, the, everything just started blowing up. The mm. church just started growing. And and um, and so it's amazing. It's just I can't believe what a we're story. At now. That should yeah. be a book. I don't know if you put that in book form, but that's so not, awesome. Not what yet, he taught you through that time. That's yeah. just uh, well. And I'd heard it said years ago that unless the the heart goes through the dark night of the soul, right. that your virtues will become vices. Mm. And my virtue when I was younger was that it was faith in God to do big things, but left unchecked that becomes faith in God to do big things through Ross Wiseman. Wow. And that's different. Mm. And so God allowed me. And as, a, as having that Pentecostal background, you know, I, you know, you name and claim, blab and grab, call and haul. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sow your seed and receive your harvest. So I'm expecting that, that to happen. And it wasn't. And so it messed my theology. And I started realizing that he gives and he takes away. Wow. And that he's a sovereign God. And, and it, just because you're going through it, it doesn't mean that his hand's not on it. And his wow. hand was on it because he was delivering me from all of that. And and that's that's our, our story. Mm. Love this guy. Love his story. You got to come back. Yes, sir. Uh, man, we could have him on every day. Blab and grab. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to take that. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, modern day Elijah, right, with the Ravens. Yes, uh, he was. Ross Wiseman, Momentum Church. Thank you so much, Pastor. Tomorrow it's a great show. Another Pastor, Aaron Snow from C3 North. We'll be, we'll be seeing you then. Have a great Thursday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Faith Talk Live. <laughs>